Good evening. You're up all night tossing, turning, mind racing. Can't get to sleep. You're in the right place. Because this is Sleep With Me. The podcast that puts you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. Tonight it's trending Twitter Tuesday. What we're going to do is create a safe place where you can take your mind off of thoughts, problems, work, stuff, whatever you're running through your brain. You can put that aside, listen to the story, and eventually drift off into dreamland. That's how the podcast works. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is a podcast to put you to sleep. We don't use any brain science or body science or pseudoscience or parascience or trans science, metascience, any of that science stuff. Actually, we don't use any. We just use, we just use old fashioned, old fashioned elbow grease, as your grandma used to say. <laughs> when I say elbow grease, I mean a bedtime story. So I think I said that five times. All you need to do is get in bed and press play, which I might have already said too. And that's the kind of stuff you're going to expect. So try it out, see if it works. If it doesn't, I'm sorry. If it does, great. We're on the web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. You can get me by email, feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. On Twitter, at Dearest Scooter. We're on Facebook. And that's it. I hope I help you fall asleep tonight. And we're just going to get through a little bit of uh, housekeeping. I'll just give you guys a heads up. I'm a little bit ahead of schedule on the recording of the episodes because uh, I'm going to be out of town uh, for the first couple of weeks in August. But don't worry. I would never, I can't create a safe place, a podcast that creates a safe place and then just bolt. So I'm going to have uh, episodes, but that's why I'm um, explaining this to you for some reason. Right, let's move on to the housekeeping. I want to say hi and thank you to Darnell, who got a hold of us on Facebook and let us know how well the podcast is working for him. Thanks, Darnell, for reaching out. I also want to, I want to make sure a QM that I had thanked you on via, you met you on Twitter. You had lots of nice stuff to say, but I'm not 100% positive I thank you, so I might have to thank you twice. Thank you, QM. Also, Sacramento, California comedians. I'm picking up a lot of Sacto comedians on the Twitter feed. So I don't know if one of you guys is listening or none of you guys or all of you. But if you are, let me know. I'm pump I'm pump up your stuff, man. Uh, not that I have any power or anything, but uh love to promote you. So if there are Sacramento comedians or any other comedians with any dates, let me know. I mean, if you're some sort of jerk comedian that uh, punches people in the face... Uh, let me know for sure, <laughs> because that was, uh, that made me laugh, and so it may laugh in an inappropriate way at you punching people in the face. I don't know if I could promote that on the podcast, but seriously, a, a couple of Sacramento comedians, I don't want to say your names without knowing you're listening to the podcast. I don't know, maybe you're just following me, maybe you listen to the show, that's great. Let me know. I want to thank Victoria Gravy of uh, USA for an iTunes review. She says, it actually works. Then she says, trust the cat. Meow. Uh, the cat says, what does the cat say? <laughs> Meow. Of course, that's like a, that's like a kindergarten joke. What does the cat say? Meow. That's a, that's a joke. Uh, next up, uh, Dag, 
Dagooder. Dagooder? Uh, for iTunes review. Says it works like crazy. Not only does it work, it works like crazy. I was, here. she says, uh, seems I was genetically engineered by a secret government agency infused with brain control powers. Now, that's only partially true. Uh, it was, uh, it wasn't, I wasn't genetically engineered. Uh, that was a, it was a failed, uh, well, we won't get into it with the geneticisms and such. But yeah, thanks, Dagooder. Uh, Adrian L. I don't know if this is my friend L on Twitter or not, but uh, she also had an, she says the most effective sleep aid she's ever tried. Well, I guess it's not, I said she, but could be a dude, Adrian. Adrian L. Could be one first name. Could be my, but thank you. Uh, thank you for taking the time to review and rate us on iTunes. If you have a chance, you can do that. You could subscribe to us on iTunes. You can let a friend or family member know. Frenemy? A bro? A sis? A um, bestie? A uh, compatriot, compadre? Or any of those? Thanks for listening, and I hope I help you fall asleep. All right, folks, it's uh, Trending Twitter Tuesday. And I'm, I'm doing this show a week ahead of time, so it's actually Tuesday. And it, I'm doing what's trending on Twitter. It's 7.22. When your sweet little ears, when this episode hits your sweet little ears, it'll be 7.29, I think. 7 plus 2 is 9, right? Or 7.28, something like that. It's uh, around 8 o'clock. So I'm booting up Twitter here. Nothing more exciting than listening to me fumble with my phone, but I have a uh, something slightly exciting. I mean, to me, it's very exciting. Is I'm not going to be doing the show tonight. And you know who is? Ladies and gentlemen. Boys, well, again, boys and girls should not be listening to this, but proverbial boys and girls. Ray Perkins is here to take his, take on the mic and, uh, and do his thing. And I'll be, you know, facilitating. But Ray's taking it. Ray, welcome. Hey. Hello, my friend. Hello. Hello. He- hello, everyone. It's your friend, Ray Perkins. Hello, Andrew. I mean, Scooter. So nice to be here for Trending Twitter Tuesday. Uh, do you have the Twitters ready for me? Okay. Thank you, Andrew. I mean, Scooter. Uh, um, now, did you tell them about what happened? No, Ray. We don't do it. Now, well, we're going to need to talk about it because i got to talk about day three now. Now, I'm going to talk about uh, day three of my vacation, my lovely vacation. And Scooter here, we had a little mix-up about a week and a half ago. He had me in here, and I was talking, and I was talking, and and talking about my trip. And uh, day two of my big trip to the Disney's Vacation Kingdom, Walt Disney World. And my friends, I guess there was some technical difficulties with the tech taping uh, to the flash drive and uh, or you uh, what happened did you uh, misplace my recordings on purposes of uh, you poor boy but the recordings were uh, missing or the yeah don't worry Ray, I'm a, I, there's a small chance I'll recover them so there's a small chance but so we'll be talking about day three of my vacation I'm gonna hit a hit hit my friend here to hit pause the recording I'm gonna look at the Twitter and I will be right back. It's so good. It is so good to be here with you folks. And I'm so proud to be uh, honored by you people. With not, No one said anything nice on the, any of the comments to me. 
But you know, his father loves me. He, his father loves me. As good as dad. And uh, so that's good. And uh, yeah, I, I can feel your, your positive vibrations, everybody. Okay, one second. Okay, Ray Perkins is back here. I've, I've shut off the phone. So that kind of defeated the purpose of uh, hitting pause. But let me take a look here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's 10 things. I don't see a, a sponsored post, which is nice for once. Now, my friends, there's a couple of things on here. I know last week there was the terrible accident. Well, I don't know if it was an accident, actually, with the Ukraine and the plane. And again, paralleling that poor incident is this terrible upheaval in the Middle East, in uh, in Israel, and the Gaza Strip. And we just need to uh, send our hearts and our prayers and our minds. And if you got some dollars, you know, some extra money, you know, send it send it over there to somebody that's doing some aid for the the women and the children and the and the people of water. Make sure everybody's got a water. But I, I'm not going to be doing any joking about that because that's serious business over there. And Ray Perkins, his, uh, his heart hurts for all those affected everywhere by uh, violence. And, uh, you know, I, I wish we could just, I wish, you know, I, I, I wish we could all just get along just fine. But that's not the way the world works sometimes. And so we got to pray that this comes to a peaceful conclusion, and that's all we can do, my friends, is out of our control. And if you don't pray, you could say, uh, you know, you could say a nice thing to your neighbor and say, hey, you know, I hope this, uh, I cut you off there with the car, and I hope that comes to a peaceful conclusion. You know, spread some peace. You don't have to pray. You can do whatever you like. Ray's not a, a fundamental person. Look at Ray, does it? That's great, but um, okay. So I got to get on with the show. I'm so glad to be here. I'm a little. I'm gonna have myself a drink of water, and we'll start with my day three vacation. All right, Ray. So you're gonna talk about uh, day three of your vacation. You know, let's just let's get started. All right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm uh, happy to be here again. My name is Ray Perkins. If you haven't met me before, I. Uh, was here a month or so ago talking about my vacation, and I'm going to be talking about day three of my vacation to the Disney Kingdom, Walt Disney World, just outside of uh, Orlando, Florida. I was there about uh, about six weeks ago or so, and I had a wonderful trip. So this is day three, and what happened was I had a wonderful day too. We talked about it. The tape was lost, but I went to bed happy, and uh, I woke up. Like I said, I like to wake up early. Now, the day before, I had not woken up early, but we won't get into that at all. So my alarm goes off bright and early. I say, uh, 6 o'clock in the morning, I go for a walk. I get a coffee at the, uh, I'm staying at the, uh, they told me I was pronouncing it wrong. But the bayou or some something or other, I can't remember. But uh, at the New Orleans Hotel, so I walk Wonderful walk, wonderful coffee. I spend a little time. I dip my feet in the pool. It's quiet. There's a mist. There's a watering going on of all the foliage and the beautiful. Now, that's one thing. 
you know, these people, when you talk about the Disney World thing, there's a lot of plants now, Ray. I'm no expert on plants or flowers or blooming things. But I could tell you that these people down there, the uh, Disney people, they must have a lot of people working there on the plants. And I barely ever see them. But you see flowers. You see uh, bushes, nice bushes. You see, uh, uh, this, I, I don't know, you know, nice stuff. It's, it's uh, I don't know if it's art, uh, artifice or uh, landscaping, but it's beautiful. But so, not important. I take my coffee. I go back to my room. I uh, dry my feet off. You know, I had my flip-flops on. I put on my uh, running shoes. Now, Ray, I don't run. I walk. But uh, I got myself some nice shoes because, like I said, you got to do a lot of walking down there. So I put on my shoes. I know it's going to be a lovely day. I can feel it inside. I've got on a Cool Max, a nice Cool Max shirt. Uh, college shirt because I like to look spiffy and I feel spiffy. I don't know what it is in the air, but I get up. I, I got my magic band that I was telling you about that uh, opens your room. You pay for your food with it. You can, uh, you get a couple rides. I check my phone. I know when I'm going to go on these rides, which we'll talk about. I go out, I catch my bus. Now, I told you about the bus, but this particular morning, I decided I'm going to go to the studios, the Disney Studios, which is like, a, it's kind of like a copy of Universal Studios in Los Angeles a little bit, but with a Disney twist. Now, I don't want to get into any finger pointing about who was first or whatever, because I, like I told you, I hear this uh, Universal Studios Florida is a wonderful place, and I will be going. I'm not just a, a, a Disney-only person. But so I get on this bus, right? And I'm already feeling good. I'm feeling whistle. I'm literally whistling. Not now. I'm not. Ray, Ray Perkins is not whistle Dixie. I'm not. I'm not. I find I, I'm against whistling Dixie. To be honest with you, no offense to you, uh, people that are into that stuff. But uh, I was just whistling zippity doo because, as you may or may not know. I don't know, my oh my, I was expecting to have a wonderful day. So I get on the bus, and uh, a couple gets on after me, uh, a couple about uh, 45, 50 years old, and they get in. Now that's, that's it, just me and this couple on the bus. And I, it, it's only going to one place. I say, how you doing? And there's these two people, they're snuggling up like they was uh, lovebirds on a high school you know, when you go park and you make out and stuff, but they're on, now they're not doing anything inappropriate. They're just in love. These two people were in love. And he says his name is Reggie and his wife is Regina, which I thought was just the cutest thing. I said, you, you, you know, God must have planned that or whatever you believe in must have planned that. And they say they have a laugh and they say Reggie and Regina you know, tell me about you're in love. What are you here for? Are you here to celebrate? And they're telling me all this, uh, we're here to celebrate each other. And then he says, this is my little Roni. And I say, oh, like your little tender Roni, like Bobby Brown used to sing. And he has a laugh at me because I'm just a square looking guy. 
And Reggie looked like a pretty, uh, pretty, pretty together character myself. I'm not. And I don't think he thought I would know who Bobby Brown was. And then I lay it on him. I'm like, she's your tenderoni. But I know, and I'm like, I know I'm no Bobby Brown. Now, Whitney, I miss her. Let her rest in peace. Her disease took her away from us too soon. And I hope in my heart of my hearts that Bobby Brown is well. But then I'm like, okay, let's get back to Reggie and Regina and the Ronies. And I'm like, she's your tenderone. And they have a laugh. And the, we were having such a good time, I didn't even realize the bus is there at the at Disney Studios. And so I tell them, I said, oh, you know, you two lovebirds, just have a lovely day. And don't forget this, you know, when he doesn't do the dishes and, you know, she's in a bad mood. And, you know, the stuff, you know, life can be hard. But just remember this moment. And I want you to, to have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your trip. Thank you. Because you have made my day brighter. Your love has shined on me like a, a Disney light with light effects. And then we get off the bus. And I say, they have some bags. I have no bags, so I don't got to stop at the bag check. So we go our separate ways. And the park is about to open in about uh, 15 minutes, so I get in. And I decide, Ray, you only had a coffee so far. Why don't you track down a little uh, a little treat for Ray? You're on vacation. And so uh, there's the uh, stuff. is that They got like a main street there. I don't, I, Hollywood Boulevard, I believe they call it. And it has a little shops and stuff. And... Uh, I go look around, and I realize that there's a, a roll shop, a shop that sells breakfast. And and I'm like, oh, no, but they got the uh, rope up. But then they don't have the rope in front of the shop, so I go right in. I get myself a cinnamon roll. A, it's as big as my, bigger than my hand. I sing the whole nine yards. I get another coffee. I sit down. There's a bench. It's open. I have a seat on the bench, and I decide I'm going to plan my day out here. Because I have my uh, band, right? So let me tell you how the band works. You get three rides. Now, you don't get to pick any rides. But the thing at this Disney Studios is they have... Uh, so I'm sitting there on the bench. I'm drinking my coffee. I got about uh, 10 minutes now until the park opens. And I have my strategy because they have uh, the big three I like to call the rides here at the studios. They've got a Toy Story Midway ride where you shoot stuff with the... Like a laser beam, it's three-dimensional. It's very fun, very popular, so I have a reservation for that. Then they have uh, a rock and roller coaster, which is an indoor roller coaster with the loop-de-loops. I love that. And then they have the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, which if you're going to ask me what my top favorite rides are, that's going to be right at the top, right with Splash Mountain. The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror is a delight. Okay, so, and we'll get into the details, I'm sure. But so I have a reservation for uh, the Twilight Zone Town. No, 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 what did I have? Oh, Ray, you do this every time. I know I have a reservation at uh, 11 o'clock to, uh, 10 o'clock to 11 o'clock to go on the Toy Story ride. And then uh, 9 o'clock to 10 o'clock I have... I can't remember if it was the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror or the Rock and Roller Coaster. But so whatever, I'm going to wait for the park to open and I'm going to go on one first. 
Epoch opens at nine. And then I'm going to go on the other one, the rock and roller coaster, the Tower of Terror. And there's plenty of other stuff to do in the studios, but those are the three rides you got to get out of the way when you get there. Then you don't have to worry about waiting in line. Or, I mean, my main worry is how many times am I going to get to ride the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror? So, yeah, I think I have a reservation for the Terror. Um, but I can't remember now. But anyway, so I'm sitting there, I'm drinking my coffee, I'm eating my thing. And I see this beautiful little child crawling around on the ground. And she's just chasing two, three years old. And she's having the time of her life and her family is laughing. And I think they're, they're speaking uh, Spanish. And that she's speaking barely, she's barely speaking, you know, she's just learning to speak uh, English, Spanish, whatever. And she's chasing a little uh, cockroach. And she's trying to catch it, and everybody's having a laugh, and she's saying, Coco Roach, Coco Roach. And at first we're all laughing like, what a silly girl, but she's chasing after it. And then I realize, because the cockroach comes up to my shoe, that it's not a joke. The cockroach, someone dropped like, a, I don't know, powdered donut cocoa on it, or the maybe they had that stuff you put on your coffee, the sprinkling cocoa powder. This cockroach is covered in cocoa, so it is a cocoa roach. So I pick it up. Everybody's like, oh, my God. I'm like, give me a break. It's a cockroach. It's not going to hurt you. And the little girl, she's squealing with delight. And I bring it over the family. I see, see, look, it's a real cocoa roach. And we all have a laugh, and it's like, they're like uh, the girl's name, she was a Lucy. They're like, oh, Lucy, Lucy, this is so funny. Yeah, cockroach, cocoa roach, and... We're all laughing, and then again, I hear the bump, bada, boom, bump, 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 or something, something like that. And it's time for the park to open. And again, they do the rope where they walk it. Now, the uh, Twilight Zone Tower of Terror and the Rock and Roller Coaster at the end of Sunset Boulevard. There's another street in the studios. So we're led down there. And I go straight on to the Rock and Roller Coaster. That's my first ride. And it's uh, by Aerosmith. And they have a little pre-section where you... Now, we talk about getting in the zone. Ray Perkins likes to get in the zone. I don't just go to these park parks and ride the rides and say, woo, woo, woo. This premise of this ride is that you go into an Aerosmith concert behind the scenes in a limousine that has lost control or is driven by some maniac to get you to the concert. So me, Ray Perkins, I'm like, okay, I'm getting in the zone. Now I just don't, I take it to another level. I pretend that I've got a deal and I'm going to uh, get the Aerosmith to sign this magical deal. And when I do, I will uh, take possession of them and they will just do my bidding. And I've tricked them into this and I'm taking this limousine to collect my, uh, my Aerosmith people. And then they will be mine, like I'm some sort of evil genius uh, rock and roll executive. And so I go through the ride, and it's even more thrilling. Like, it's like I'm an evil man, which I don't do evil. I don't do these kind of things very often, but it's a, it's a fun thing. And it's like a, it was just like there's very loud, there's rock and roller music from the Aerosmith. And it's indoors, you go upside down, there's a neon, and it's just fun. 
it's just a fun little ride. I get off. I'm like, you know, at the end of the roller coaster, it goes when it stops. I get off this cheering. People are so happy. And there's multiple languages floating in the air. And I was right. I've, I've already had a roni and a coca roach. And now I've had a rock and roll experience where I took the souls of Aerosmith and put them in my pocket. But I decided to let the ride ride the rest of the day. So then I go over to the Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, folks. Now this is where this Disney place. Now they charge you, like I said, it's a fortune. It's unfortunate because it is so expensive. Now they have it said Disneyland. I hate to break it to you. It's not quite as good as it is here in Florida because it's supposed to be this old hotel now here in Florida, down in Florida. It's up on this little hill and it's got all this landscaping and you really feel like you're going to this old Hollywood hotel that's been run down because it was cursed or some such thing. And you've got people in these bellhop uniforms. And uh, I get right in the zone that I'm some uh, person coming to revisit this legend of uh, this Hollywood hotel. And I'm on some expensive overpriced tour where I'm risking my life to see these ghosts or whatever you'd call them. But so uh, you get in line and then you go, you're going to take a the service elevator to check up on the people that went missing back in the 1930s when the hotel was struck by lightning and some sort of strange Twilight Zone action. And then you hear, you go in the room and you hear the guy from uh, the Twilight Zone, the cigarette smoker, what was his name? I forget, it escapes me. Fine man, fine voice. Lovely television show. I'm a big fan. It used to be on the WPIX network. They would have a uh, Twilight Zone marathon every uh, New Year's or Christmas or some, some such thing. Now I think they do it on uh, some other channel, sci-fi or some such. I don't know. Not whatever. But so you get in. I'm like, I'm in the, then you go in a boiler room and you're like in the bowels of the hotel. Really easy to get in the zone for this ride. People are a little frightened. Nothing to be frightened of. Just thrills. Then you get in this elevator. And my folks, it's just like an elevator that you sit down in. And then you go on an adventure. Now I'm not going to ruin it for you, but I'll tell you. Ray Perkins, I wrote, so I wrote it once. I waited in line. I wrote it again. Then I used my magic band. And I wrote it a third time, three times in a row. I rode that ride, and I did not get sick of it once. And every time, there was different people having different levels of fun. Sometimes there was little kids. Sometimes there was families. But it was just so lovely. And then I said, oh, Ray, this is just what a day, what a day we are having. What a day. It's only, I look at my watch, it's a 1020. I cannot believe it. I walk over to the Toy Story ride. I get on that ride, I uh, hang out with Buzz and Woody, and you're shooting like uh, rings and ring toss. It's like you're at a carnival, and it's just so much fun, and it's very well done. And I get off that ride, and then I think I have another reservation for Star Wars in another hour or so. Then I go over, I get myself 
it's about 11 o'clock. I decide I'm going to go over and watch the Beauty and the Beast show. And so I sit down. I watch Beauty and the Beast acted out live on stage, a musical. Now, that's a value for your dollar if you're going to appreciate it and listen. It's not the whole show. It'd probably take uh, 50 minutes, I think, 40 minutes, 30 minutes. I don't know. But I watch that show. Now I know at noon I have a reservation for the Star Tours. I think now it's probably 11.30 or some such thing. I'm not, I'm, I can't remember now. But Ray says to himself, I'm going to have a walk. It's starting to get a little warm. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have an ice cream cone. And then I'll have lunch later because I'm on vacation, my friends. So I have this, uh, they had this special cinnamon ice cream in a, uh, waffle cone and I have it. It's wonderful. Oh, wonderful. I've never had cinnamon soft serve ice cream. I can't remember. I can't even remember where I bought it. It was so, it was so wonderful. To be honest, I usually, I know no more of the details. So then I uh, am having my ice cream. I walk over to this ride. It, it, it lo- it's in a building that looks like the man's Chinese theater in Los Angeles. They call it the uh, great movie ride. Now, my friends, I don't want to be, uh, a Debbie Downer or whatever you call it nowadays, but it's a it's not the it's a pretty good movie ride I would call it, or it would be only a all right movie ride except for one element, which is acting. They have a live actor. Uh, you're on a big uh, car, like kind of like the Pirates of the Caribbean, but you're not in the water, and you're going through scenes of old movies. Some pretty good, like. Uh, but some, you know, come on and update the ride already, okay? So some stuff that just doesn't uh, translate well to the modern day. But you have a, a person giving you the tour. It's very witty. And then there's some complications. I'm not going to ruin it for you with a gangster or a bank robber, depending like a choose-your-own-adventure, but you're not choosing. But it's uh, this gunplay, false gunplay. So that makes it a good movie ride, the acting. And I go on that, and uh, then I uh, go over to the Star Wars ride, and I'm waiting in line for the Star Wars ride. And I hear I'm behind some uh, tween, tween, a group of tween girls, probably about 15 to 20 of them, and they're talking about One Direction, four years of One Direction, some such thing. They're on, and they're singing songs. And at first I was going to be a little irritated because I was trying to pretend... Like I was a bounty hunter because I'm getting ready for the Star Wars ride called the Star Tours. And I'm like, Ray, calm down. These girls are just having the fun. They're, they're young tweens. And you might ask yourself, what is a man like me using the term tween for? Well, I happen to know a bit about marketing my friends and, and children's television. That's all I'm going to say. But so I know the tweens like... Uh, the Nickelodeon type shows, uh, or the, yeah, so in the Disney Channel shows, they're like kind of like sitcoms, but they're uh, aimed towards the. But whatever they're talking about, the One Direction, and then I'm like trying to be positive, but still I'm trying to figure out how to get in the zone. So then I tell myself, okay, Ray, you're a bounty hunter. You're at a an in a in a galactic bus station, you're trying to get on this transport, and these are uh, young Coruscantian women, 
young ladies that are going off to some school to learn how to be proper, uh, proper like, uh, they're not Padawans, whatever Padma was. She was some sort of princess type, and maybe they're in the upper class of Coruscant or wherever Padma's from. I don't, I don't like Star Wars, but I'm not an expert. And I say, okay, that's fine. And maybe you'll get some maidens that'll, uh, you know, write, write this step a little bit in this one direction. Then I really start, I'm like, okay, the one direction is some sort of, uh, you know, new empire attempt to uh, seduce the minds of the young. And they're trying to reintegrate the young into the, with this one direction band. And that they're like, oh, this is the only direction, the direction of the former empire, which was evil. And if you don't take that direction, you're not cool. And they're preying on these young women. And hopefully this, you know, school they're going to will straighten them out. Because uh, I'll tell you what, I have no room for people like uh, Darth Vader. And then I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to be a double agent, bounty hunter, double agent. And I'm working for Darth Vader. But I'm going to take him and I'm going to take him out. Because I can't have these young people... And I'm going to take out all of uh, the one direction that works for the Empire, which is some boy band that the Empire hired to seduce these young people. And I can't have this. And uh, and then I get that. And then I might be in too much in the zone. So someone that works asks me if I'm all right. I say I'm fine. And uh, then I get on the ride, and it's a lovely ride with uh, exploring the galaxy, you know long lost far away and stuff like that so I get off that ride and I'm in a seventh heaven again now I get out of the ride I don't know it's like uh, time for lunch so I go over to this place by uh, the back lot express by the uh, Star Wars and I can't remember what I had for lunch some sort of salad or burger or some such and I have a nice cold beverage and I'm sitting in the shade and I'm like Ray you know, stay at the park. You don't need to go home and take a nap. You're, you're, you're moving. You're grooving. You know, you just took out the emperor in one direction, the empire band. And uh, what are we going to do next? Because there's like a stunt show, Indiana Jones, nearby. There's another rock, uh, car stunt show down the street. And uh, and then I look on my little schedule and I see that uh, there's a little band called Mulch, Sweat, and Cheers or Mulch, Sweat, and Shears, I think I'm saying that correctly, performing in a little bit. So I say, I've never seen that show. Let me check it out. So I go for a little walk through the, uh, they have like streets in New York and San Francisco. And let me tell you folks, if you ever, again, I'm, I know not only you got the money to spend on this Disney, but if you ever do, there's like a, at the winter time for Christmas, they do a, the Osborne Family Light Show there, and this company or some such thing comes puts all billions of these Christmas lights up, and it's beautiful. But right now it's a, it's just hot. So I say, okay, Ray, let's go see the show. So I go to the Mulch, Sweat, and Shears show, and I'm waiting for it to start. And I see I hear some more English accents. And I say, oh, I was just with your friends the other day from Glastonbury, where you're from. And they say, they, 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 they decide they're going to have some fun with me. And they say they're from Dorton Abbey. And these people, they were like in the 30s. I think they were drinking, drinking the 
drinking some drinks. So I think they were buzzed. And they say, uh, you know, what's it to you? Where, you know, I, and I say, I don't watch Dalton Abbey. I always thought it was downtown Abbey. And for me, an Abbey is like a, like, where's, where's the monks? Do you, are there any of you monks? And I'm trying to play along, but I'm not doing a good job. And it's a little bit embarrassing. Maybe I'm hot. I'm just not feeling like I'm in the So I go and I find some shade. Then the Mulch, Sweat, and Shear show shots. Wonderful show. Very good, talented young people in the show. And then I say, uh, what am I going to do next? And then the, the people with the Dalton Abbey, they won't let it go. And they're like, you got to come with us on the Star Wars, right? I was like, just on it. I'm not going to go. And then they tell me that I'm going to be the droid, and they are from Planet Dalton Abbey. And now I'm like, they're really loaded. And I'm like, well, I'm on vacation. I could have a few drinks with them. So we go have a couple drinks at some uh, tune-in lounge, 1950s-style bar with a restaurant nearby it, which has TVs and people dressed up like the 50s. And we have a couple drinks there, and then we go, we could take drinks to go. And now, now Ray's loot, like I'm, this is not a, the best idea for Ray, but whatever. I'm uh, drinking a drink and watching Indiana Jones. Then we go on the Star Wars ride, and they're like, you're our droid. TCA-14 is my name, I call myself. And then we have some fun. I'm like, uh, you know, they're all, I'm like, uh, excuse me, uh, Mr. Dalton, Mr. Abbey, uh, I kind of do not translate, and I'm trying to crack droid jokes, and then I'm pretending to talk to C-3PO because there's a C-3PO while you're waiting in line. And I say, you believe these people? I'm stuck with C-3PO. I'm just a TC. I'm not even a protocol droid. I used to be a uh, a pool cleaning droid, and now they're having me walk around with them. And they want me to carry the stuff, and I'm not cut out for it. And I wish some Jawas would just kidnap me and take me away from this. And everyone's having a laugh. And then next thing I know, we're back at another place, and I'm like, Ray, you got to get out of here. Because we're drink, we're having another drink, and I'm like, oh, it's hot. It's probably four in the afternoon. And then the guys are like, uh, there's some of the, the guys. I don't realize that most of them are single, and they're telling me I gotta get on this Tinder. And they take my phone and they're making me some sort of profile. It's a dating app, apparently, for a date for 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 dating, and you can find people that are nearby. And they're trying to get me, and they put up a, a picture, R2, uh, not R2, C-3PO instead of my face. And then I'm chat, they're chatting, and we're chatting, and I'm like, boys, so this is not my style. I'm a face-to-face -face operator. And it's been a lovely afternoon, but Ray Perkins needs to call it a, call it an afternoon. And I go back, I get, I get out of the park. I'm a little bit uh, intoxicated a bit. But, I, I, you know, I, I know when to say when, my friend. So I go back to the hotel, I get in the pool, I have cool, I cool so far down the sweet pool, it's uh, so, so nice and refreshing, and I do a little swim, and ra raise back to normal, I'm, I'm still, I, I decide I'm going to take a 30 minute nap, so I take a nice long swim, and uh, right as I get out of the pool, the floor of the sun goes away, and these clouds come in, and it starts to rain, and it's like a heaven-sent coolness from the sky. And uh, 
Everything is smelling so fresh, and it just refreshes Ray. And I sit on my bed, and I'm cool, and it's raining, and I'm listening to rain. I zone, I, I, I zone out. I fall asleep. So I wake up from my nap. Okay, Ray Perkins here. Ray Perkins is back. Hello, my friends. So I wake up from my nap. I feel so refreshed and rested. And it's getting late. It's about uh, 7.30, 8, 7.30, 7.45 p.m. And I decide to, uh, I'm like, Ray, what are you going to do? What are you going to do with the rest of your day? You're kind of still groggy from you drank a little too much. And I decide, you know, it's a, after the rain, wash the heat away. It's a lovely, cool evening. I decide I'm going to go over to the Polynesian Hotel. And I'm going to sit on the beach and I'm going to watch the uh, fireworks from the Magic Kingdom. Now, just so you know, you don't have the greatest view in the world. And you got to take a... So I took a bus... What did I do here? I think I took a bus to the Disney Magic Kingdom. And then I took a a boat, a uh, a watercraft from the front of the Magic Kingdom to uh, the Polynesian Resort. So it was like... A, I was a man of all travels, and I felt so fancy that I got myself a cocktail. And I decided I had about 30 minutes to sit on the beach and relax. I was talking to people, you know, as I like to do. And then my phone makes a noise I never heard it make before, and I see this Tinder app that I had forgotten about. And now some woman's on there, and she says, I'd like to meet you. And I say, well, I'm on the beach at Polynesian. I'm going to watch the fireworks. You're welcome to join me, but I can't make any promises because I'm a man that likes to conduct face-to-face business in matters of the heart. And so I'm just sitting there. I'll be, I'll be here. I'm in a uh, Hawaiian shirt now because uh, I knew I was going over there. And I'm just taking in the night, my friend, and it's lovely, and the sun is set, but the sky has got all those colors. And my friend, I totally forgot that there's this little water, electrical water pageant they have. Now, it's nothing too fancy, not high tech, but they have these little rafts with little lights on them that look like fish and such, and it was beautiful. And they have music playing, and I'm doing that, and I'm getting ready for the fireworks. And then my phone beeps again, and the woman's like, I see you. I'm right by you. And she comes, and I say hello, and she's a droid, my friend. Where's Aunt Ray? Did you say she's a... I was kidding. The whole thing was... It was a little joke because I was supposed to see 3PO the picture. There was no woman. Oh, bummer, because I was thinking... I was hoping, you know... You know, some, you know yeah, matters of the heart are matters of the heart, my friend. But then my heart was pitter-pattering because then there was boom, boom, boom. Even brighter than a room, room, room. Because the fireworks are going off over the Magic Kingdom. And I'm sipping on my drink. And the air is a cool sea breeze. And this cacadia is between the music, the playing, and the fireworks. I was like uh, giving my heart a jerk or whatever going, oh, oh, oh. And then I finish that up. I go to the next hotel, which I could walk to, called the Grand Floridian. A little bit fancier of a hotel, but I go to, they have a big band playing there, and there's people dancing. I have a few dances with some young ladies, and when I say young, I mean 
65 years young, I mean 45 years young, and I mean 25 years young. And it's a lovely evening. And then I go for a walk again because I realize that I'm at this hotel and I don't know how I'm going to get back to my hotel because it's overcomplicated because the Disney buses, they don't just run from hotel. Then I catch a cab. I'm like, Ray, don't even worry about it. Just relax. I go back to my hotel room. I take my shoes off and I'm just struck by the loveliness of vacation, my friend. And uh, I didn't even eat dinner, I realize. And then I'm like, oh, goodness, it's like 11 o'clock at night. I'm hungry. I order a pizza from the Disney pizza people. It comes. It's uh, the young man brings it. He's a nice young man. I say, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. We have a conversation. He goes on his way. I eat some pizza. I save some pizza. I'm going to have pizza for breakfast. I guess the next day you'll find out another time. Because our time together has come to a close, my friends. It was a lovely spending time with you at the Disney Studios. I hope you enjoyed the Tower of Terror. I hope it did not terrorize you. I hope my running with these Dorton Abbey people with the craziness of that wasn't str- stressful. But uh, that was my day, day three of my vacation. I hope you were happy to be there because I was happy to have you. And thank you, and I hope I... Uh, I hope you enjoyed it, but I hope you also fell asleep to the sweet sounds of Ray Perkins, as uh, Ray Perkins loves that you love Scooter. So there, good night. Mm-hmm.